presentation. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the feature presentation presented by the Movie Bar. Get ready as we celebrate milestone birthdays of iconic movies exploring the timeless classics that have stood the test of the times and some that haven't. So grab your popcorn, settle into your favorite seat, and join us as we celebrate the anniversaries of films on the feature presentation. I am your host, John, and I am here with my best friend and co-host, I'm Justin. Let's take a look back at some unforgettable films, for good reasons and bad, celebrating milestones. This week, we're discussing 1989's The Wizard, which is celebrating its, do the math, John, 35th anniversary this year. But first, a little bit of lighthouse keeping. A little bit of lighthouse keeping? How you doing this week, first of all? I'm sick. Yeah, join the club. I got a broken tooth. Tired of your bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) So this is our first episode of our new format. It's 2024. Oh, Happy New Year, by the way. I'm so happy about it. Listen, just because you're sick and miserable. I started off the new year great, so I watched movies. I ended 2023 watching Stripes. Just enough time to see the ball drop. But any big news stories this week, Justin? Uh, Tom Wilkinson, star of The Full Monty, Michael Clayton, and Batman the Begins has died. He was 75. Uh, condolences to his friends and families and fans. Um, 2023 was a bad year for celebrities. Bad year for a lot of things. Yeah, true. (laughs) For real. So, what have you watched this week? I have watched The Wizard. Um, I watched some atrocious holiday movie. I think it was called, like, Geronicus Jingle or something like that on Netflix. That was pretty bad. I had to watch most of Elemental. Typical Disney movie. Didn't really make much sense. But, you know, it is what it is. I know Hunt is a fan of Elemental. Kids were around. Could you tell? <laughs> oh, I thought you watched that, watched that with the wife. Just you guys. Romantic evening at home. I would pick a real movie. Well... I was off every day but one day. Yeah, you might as well. So I watched Hobo with a Shotgun. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we watched it together. Yeah, probably. I then watched Grease, Life on the Line, Domestic Disturbance, and Gaudy. That was pretty much my John Travolta day. Sorry. Then I watched Penance Lane with uh tyler main i think you would like that never heard of it. it like his company produced it um i was surprised there were two former wcw champions in it that i didn't know were in it and that would be booker t and ddp um then i watched warrior Jerry and Marge Go Large, which was about a couple that rigged the Massachusetts lottery. Pretty interesting. Queen Pins, Meet the Parents, Meet the Fockers, Little Fockers, The Switch, uh, Ladder 49, The Wizard, and Stripes, which put me at 450 movies for the year. I beat my goal. And then I watched uh, Wayne's World today. So tomorrow I'll probably watch Wayne's Wayne's World 2. Woo! Party time. Party on, Justin. Well, now it's time for the feature presentation. Two tickets to California, please. That's $226. Well, we only have $27.30. What does that get us? Nowhere. Corey's taking his brother Jimmy on a ride. 
these two boys already traveled more than 80 miles across the state. We've hired someone to find him. What's his problem? He's just giant. But Jimmy's got a secret. You got 50,000 on Double Dragon? That could make this the ride of their lives. Look at him. He's a wizard. He's headed for the video championship. <laughs> this guy? What is that? Power glove. Yeah, well, uh, just keep your power gloves up front, right? With a touch of romance. I am not kissing a boy. And a ton of trouble. That's huge. But too late. Put me down! Sorry about that. They'll get there any way they can. Jimmy! Here we come! It's Jimmy! It's Jimmy! Come here! Now what do you think you're doing to him? All his life, you've been telling him to do what you want him to do. How about once you ask him what he wants to do, huh? Now, video Armageddon. It's going to take a lot of guts. You can do it! A little magic. You're the best! And the wizard, Prince Savage. The wizard. Presentation. This week we are discussing 1989's The Wizard after his little brother Jimmy is put in a mental institution. Corey breaks him out and the pair run off together to California. On the travels, Corey meets a girl named Haley and discovers that Jimmy is the master of playing video games. With talents like his, he could easily win the top prize of $50,000 at Video Armageddon. While the three travelers hitchhike to the competition, the boys' parents hire a bounty hunter to track them down. It is rated PG, has a runtime of one hour and 40 minutes, a release date of December 15th, 1989, directed by Todd, Todd Holland, had a box office of 14.3 million and was distributed by Universal Pictures and Carol Co. Pictures. It is not currently streaming on any of the sites, but it is available for purchase on all streaming sites. And we have our cast of characters. We have Fred Savage as Corey Woods, Luke Edwards as Jimmy Woods, Jenny Lewis as Haley Brooks, Bo Bridges as Sam Woods, Christian Slater as Nick Woods, Will Seltzer as Mr. Putnam, Wendy Phillips as Christine Bateman, Sam McMurray as Mr. Bateman, Frank McRae as Spanky, Jackie Vincent as Lucas Barton, Marissa De Simone as Maura Grissom, and a special appearance by one Toby Maguire in his first film role as an uncredited part as Lucas's goon. I saw him at the end of the movie while I was watching it. I was like, ah, I'm going to put that in there. I'm going to be observant and put in a note. And it was already in there. So, I didn't uh, notice him, so. I, he, he was front and freaking center. Was, was, was oh, that yeah, when buddy. the... Was that when they were on the steps and he's pointing out? Okay. And he's just sitting there like, uh, with his hair, playing with his hair. I'm telling you, the, the one that got me was Spanky. I was trying to figure out what I had watched recently that he was in. You watch Batteries Not Included? No, but I knew, I, I, I said that, I said, he, I knew he was in Batteries, but there was something that we watched recently and I already forgot what it was. But... You know, and then I was like, "Oh, I wonder if Bobridge is action hero." That's what it was. I'd watched that a couple months ago, and I, I, he plays the captain, the yelling captain. So yes, we both watched that a couple months ago. We covered it, didn't we? Yes, we did. <laughs> um, all right. Wow. <laughs> it's been a long week. Um. So, what's your role over like? What's your overall opinion on this movie? Like, I, I don't know. I, I haven't seen it in years and years and years and years. Um, 
I I I I don't think it holds up quite like it. People might like no. think it does. No. Um, there's a whole lot of this that it just ain't happening these days. Don't <laughs> fucking any. Hey, touch my breasts. That's that's gonna then, get more than just a quick throw out of a out of a casino, you know. And not only did they when he when he when she yells that and they escort him out of the casino. They give him the information, like her information. How did they get that information? Not like she filed a report. And then he's out there looking like, okay, I'll I'll fucking, I'll find her. (laughs) I mean, the first thing that boggled my mind was when, A, they sneak out of the mental institution. And then. I mean, and, and like the beginning of the movie, like, it's just like, it's in it. What? You know? Like, it's just like, you don't get a whole lot of backstory as to why everything's going out. It's just like, you got Fred Savage looking at a card with an address, and you gotta go do this shit. Yeah. You know? So it's like, movies don't start like that no more. No. You know, had they made this these days, they'd have shown, you know, the whole that kid growing up and interactions and all that, and then some kind of violent outburst or something like that, and then they would have put him in, and then they would have started the movie. You know what I mean? They would have given you the background these days. Back then, they were just like, screw it, everybody will understand, his brother's in a mental institution. Boom. (laughs) I mean, when they instantly start off the movie, and Jimmy's just walking with his lunchbox, he's just and they got the helicopters like he's on a desert road he's been walking for some time it took that fucking long to find him mm-hmm. like that just fucking boggled my mind it's just it's it's one of those movies it's they don't they don't make them like that there's a lot of montages yeah and then when he's in the arcade and he's like or when he's at the bus stop and he's like, oh, two tickets to California, please. And the guy without question, $234, please. Yeah. Clearly, this kid is. I mean, back then it was a totally different world. It uh, was a different you gotta world. You got to remember, like, I mean, back in the day, you could mail your kids. You could just slap a postage stamp on a baby's forehead and throw it in the mail and it would wind up where it was going. Uh, the 80s were a fun time. That was before the 80s. That was like 2030s. And then the one thing that another thing that got me was these three kids traveling cross country, riding in the back of pickup trucks with no seatbelts. Most people back then weren't didn't have seatbelts on, even the drivers. It was just a new thing, basically, back then. Yeah, and but still, it's just like, for what we're ingrained in now, to what was mm-hmm. going on back then, like, you know, we both products of the 80s, raised in the 80s. I don't remember putting my seatbelt on all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but... So I mean, it didn't become a real big thing until we were in our teen years. Yeah. That's when they really started pushing it on people with passengers and kids. Click it or ticket. Mm-hmm. I wonder when that came out. I don't know. Long when enough did, ago. When did Click It or Ticket debut? According to California Office of Traffic... 2005. So after we graduated high school. Yeah. So... I mean, we, we were the last dumb generation, anyways. We didn't have to pass the MCAST or anything like that. Actually, I'm just... pretty sure the people who have to pass that are the dumb generation. Yeah, that kind of dictates what they learn, which is stupid, yeah. but nothing. So, how to pass a test. So, obviously, three kids hitchhiking find out one of them's a genius. And... I mean, that, that alone these days doesn't, doesn't fly. What? Hitchhiking. No. They're usually picked up and become fucking trafficked, human trafficked. 
they're picked up by the police and thrown off into an orphanage. Somewhere. The minute they see three kids riding in the back of a pickup truck, like there, there was no, no cops on these highways. What the fuck? No, not back then. So the main focal point of this movie is Jimmy and his video games. How at first he plays um, Double Dragon. It's fifty thousand. Yeah, like big deal. Whoa. And then you kind of see like um, Nick and his dad when they're traveling trying to find Jimmy and Corey. They introduced the NES, the original Nintendo Entertainment System, mm-hmm. our system that we, we were raised with. That between that and the Sega and Atari, but mostly Nintendo. So, what do you remember about playing NES? Everything. What's not to remember? I still have one. You still have? Okay. I've played it within the last year. I've played the games, but not on an NES. Uh, but I've played it on an NES. You still? Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Kids, uh-huh. kids these days will never understand. Might but understand. But so watching like the scene when they're at the uh, when the truck gets towed and they um he's sitting there playing and he's like the father's playing and he's like I just got the second sword the golden sword or whatever and he Christian Slater just pulls it out. That shit didn't automatically save back in the day, kids. And nothing saved. There was no save. You had to either yeah. know the code or write down the code after you died in the level. Like on, on Mega Man, you'd have to put the dots in the right quadrants on the thing. Yeah, you had to, or you just had to sit there and play till you won. It was the only way you beat that stuff. I mean, it, it's not. It wasn't as advanced as it is now. Yeah, but I mean, like, they didn't get like you couldn't save until what like really save stuff until like the end of 64 like save cartridges and stuff like you could could you save games like you could save one or two games on the nintendo like with link and stuff like that you could have your characters go but yeah like it wasn't the more complex games would have like i I think super mario brothers 3 you could save link or zelda you could save and then it became a little more advanced on the Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. You know, you could have different. They had, uh, yeah, the Sega had, you know, the save file or whatever. And then usually you'd have to use like a Game Genie or like, I, I you know, you remember specifically Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Mm-hmm. Each fighter had a code. And that's how you advanced. And we didn't have the internet to look it up. Mm-mm. You know, it word of mouth. You know, Justin would beat King Hippo and be like, "Hey, I beat King Hippo. Well, I'm having trouble with him. What's the code?" Okay, you know, pattern. The what? Pattern. The pat. The pattern also like <coughs> those games were very predictable at the time. But some of the other games that were mentioned were. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I was Super, playing that game. Yep. Super Mario Brothers. I knew it from the sound the minute I heard the sound. It was Super Mario Brothers 2. Um, Super Mario Brothers 3 is debuted at video game, uh, video Armageddon. But I want to talk about that separately after. Uh, Metroid, Contra, Mega Man, Ninja Gaian, Double Dragon, F1. Uh, Rad Racer. So, what was your favorite NES game growing up? Favorite? I don't know. That's hard to say. They had a lot of them. But there wasn't one where you just like, like if if you could if you could find it now, is there one game that you just rather play? With like when you first got that NES now? No. I don't, because it's again, it's it's you can't save, and it's way too frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like I think... being able to just keep going over the same goddamn spot until I get it. 
Yeah. Oh crap. Now I gotta do three levels again to get back there. No. Is that just heartbreaking? Yes. Um you know, I, I was a fan of Castlevania. And as soon as I started playing it on the emulator, it all came back to me. Like some Remember little memory. All wars. Baseball blades of um with the blades of steel. The hockey game that you could fight. Baseball wars had the robots. Like um, baseball and stuff. That was a great game. Duck hunt. You know, you had the zapper. Probably wouldn't work on TVs nowadays. Still worked on my Samsung. Oh really? Okay. I don't know about the big um, Trying to think of some other ones, you know, the Super WrestleMania is the uh, Wrestle was it WrestleMania? Whatever that that first one where it was like you couldn't leave the ring, it was just and obviously the Mario Brothers are classics. Um Yeah, that's all I can think think of on the NES. But there were I wonder how many games were released for the NES. Oh, tons. Andrados. How many games were released on the NES? According to Wikipedia, of these six hundred eighty one. 186 in the US. So. And at the time of this movie, there was only 94, I believe they said. But let's. Do you remember the magazine Nintendo Power? Yes, very much. Remember the, the, the game show they used to have on the TV? Oh. And like the kids had to like run through that um, the maze of the video games and all that stuff. Yeah, there was, and then they'd have to play the games. Yeah. Uh-huh. Shit, what was that called? I don't remember. And it was on Nickelodeon. Yeah. Oh, all kids' shows were back then. Nick Arcade. Mm-hmm. A real original. Yeah, I remember that. But, you know, we had the, um, what was the other magazine? It was Nintendo Game Power, Informer. Game Informer. Um, I think that was coming back then. Yeah, that was everything was magazines. Jesus, it was you know, fifty million wrestling magazines, video game magazines, but they're all websites now. (laughs) And then you know, of course, like when Haley calls the Nintendo Power Line when you're having trouble with a game. Imagine what that cost back then. It was probably a 900 number. It was probably like 99 cents for the first minute and $4 for each additional minute. Like, you know. Oh. Oh, yeah. And you're going to ask about all the games? Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. But and then when they they meet up with Lucas Barton, he has the power glove. Did you own a power glove? I did. Stupid and terrible. Didn't work very well. I never owned one. Never tried it. Clunky and chunky. I wound up cutting the cord off of it. It was using it for like cops and robbers and shit. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, a full keyboard. You'd be like, ah, I'm calling back to this <laughs> Not like Dick Tracy with the watch. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. But uh. Yeah, and I remember like when they first announced the Power Glide, I was like, oh, oh wow, like this is the big thing. But and, I mean, you see the way Lucas treats his, it's carried in a briefcase with his name on it. He opens it up and it's like, oh, but so, oh, excuse me. So let, let's discuss Fred Savage. This is around the time of the Wonder Years. Yeah. Uh-huh. He was everywhere. You know, he, he was. Bride. 
Princess Bride, <laughs> Little Monsters, and then you have Christian Slater, mm-hmm. looking so young. Oh, you, Bo Bridges, looks young for an old guy. Yeah, I, I was like, I wonder if he's related to Jeff Bridges, and of course, it's his older brother. I didn't know that. Uh, and but, they're all children too. Uh, I don't know. Lloyd. Lloyd Bridges, yes. You know, and he has a sister that was an artist, and a younger brother that died at still like stillborn or something. Now the Rock is back on Raw, but uh. So spoiler alert. Yeah, I forgot. West Coast that. here, guy. So hasn't even started here yet. Some of the things that got me was you've been to Vegas. Yeah, somewhat. Did you go to a casino? Was there an arcade section? I there? went through a casino. Was there an arcade section for kids there? No, not nowadays, I don't think. I mean there might have been, but I didn't see it. And did you notice I mean, they had Foxwoods fucking... had one? Really? Yeah. When I was there, God, years and years and years ago, when I still lived in Massachusetts, yeah. Actually, yeah. Somebody just posted something on Facebook that there was an arcade, in... <laughs> but did they have kids working the fucking casino? Well, I think that you was just walk for the casino movie. And get them. No, I don't think be the kids gotta walk through the casino sometimes. A lot of those yeah. hotels are through the casinos. But they had a kid working, selling bubble gum, fucking all this other wow. shit. Wow, it's the 80s. It's Vegas. So when, when they get to Video Armageddon, which is at Universal Studios in Hollywood, and they... um. Didn't have to register, just signed up. Yeah, Jimmy. that's a problem. You need a parent. If they're going to give you $50,000, yeah. even back then, you needed a parent. <laughs> but just the fact that they walk up to the table like, oh, yeah, Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy Woods. And all right, 136, keep your, keep your tag on your back at all times. Yeah. And they played the ninja game for the preliminary rounds. And I don't, I don't ever remember. I don't remember that game. Oh, I remember that game. Um, I love that game very well. They used to have it in a standalone in the Burger King in Norwood on Route One in the game room, right next to the Tech Mobile really? football game. Yep. I forgot the Burger King Tech Mobile. I would play Ninja Guy. <laughs> I forgot they had game rooms at Burger King's back in the day. But, so, of course, uh, Jimmy and Lucas and some girl make it to the final round, the final three. Some girl. I can't remember her name. <laughs> sure, it's right up the screen for me. But, you know, I don't remember. And you didn't actually put it in there. Or it's Maura Grissom. Maura Grissom, okay. So Maura, Jimmy, and Lucas. And they're play, playing the debuting, which this movie was based around debuting this game. Super Mario Brothers 3. Yes, sir. Here's my problem with this. How did they know about the warps and all that stuff? The warps and... Getting up and around. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter how good you are. Mm-hmm. It's going to take at least a couple hours. And I swear at one point that the host of the video Armageddon goes, you'll be playing the final game for 15 minutes and whoever scores the most. And then they cut it down to 10. 10 minutes, yeah. That bothered me. Well, I got a little confused on that, but that might have been a 15, the 15-minute 15 break. I think he said in 15 minutes you'll be playing the new game. Oh, no, because no, he didn't announce the game before. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the other problem is when Jimmy shows up already back there when they, you know, have the machines coming out, that would have that would 
no god he'd be a cheater immediately yeah. nowadays but he's he, back they, there filming it and putting computer and stuff like oh no he's a cheater but they didn't show the game until after he came out yeah but um let's so yeah that that bothered me how they were like go for the flute go for the flute get the star how do you know what the fucking star does how do you know if you match well, up? Well, everybody. Well, to be fair, everybody knows what the star does. Well, yeah, but you know but they wouldn't said, have known about the thing uh, to fly to up. That to, yeah, yeah, and to fly up over the fucking bricks and as yeah, instead of waiting for the door to come back up. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I, I you know I just played Super Mario Brothers about a year ago and actually beat it finally. On the emulator, but it's like the fuck. <laughs> nope, I agree. I agree. So while they're on this adventure cross country, going from Utah to California, mm-hmm. they have people following them. We have the bounty hunter, who yeah, is. And then the woods. Um, that bounty hunter, like, when he's asking people, like, you seen these kids? Or he's got the kid in the, with the pinball machine. Yeah, he's trying to pressure him. Like, I'm not going to fucking tell you. Like, well, yeah, what kid in an arcade yeah. is going to get information about another kid to an adult who's looking for him? I mean, it's like, really? Yeah. I mean, not even a cop is going to get information from a kid about another kid. Even if that kid hates said other kid. There's a code. Well, there was a code. Nowadays, and... that fucking code is out the window. Yeah, I don't know. I, th- I still think that kids would protect other kids over telling information about Popo. Popo, huh? Popo. Every adult. Popo. So, and then, of course... I mean, the bounty hunter is hired by the mother and her new husband, who's a fucking dick. And we just watched something that he was in, too. He's in a lot of things, to be fair. Yeah. But... I mean, he was in Lethal Weapon. That's what that's what it was. Yeah. And then he, he played, like, a drunk father and something, or a drunk uncle. Plays a lot of things in a lot of movies. Yeah. But, um, like, he's also a protagonist in this movie. But when the father, I like when the father and Christian Slater, like, when the woods keep crossing paths with the bounty hunter in this race to Jimmy and Corey. Like, when he fucking drives into Vegas with this fucking... With a the car that uh, sorry, I don't mean to laugh at you. Thank you for muting it. Um, his fucking bumper is passed in, or his bumper is crushed in. The front of his car is banged up. The hood don't, the trunk don't close. <laughs> like nobody would pull this guy over. Were cops this well, lean? Well, nobody stopped three kids hitchhiking down the goddamn highway. Cops were very lenient back in the 80s, 90s, and 70s, and 60s. Now, well, if your job was to patrol a desolate desert highway, would you? I'd be asleep on the side of the highway. Exactly. The one billboard in town. Yeah. Half the day on one side, half the day on the other. <laughs> So, like, you know, first when the bounty hunter pops the tires. Smart man popping two tires. Well. Change one. <laughs> then he doesn't drive away when he fucking pulls out the the um, the shovel. How would you? If I was, if I was Mr. Woods, I would have stuck that right in the fucking front of the car. Because, you know, it would have gone in, hit something important. Mm-hmm. And then... 
you know, when they meet in the town and the old guy's sitting out there drinking the beer and <laughs> they're fucking ramming each other. Like, I found that amusing. Yeah, that wouldn't fly these days. Although, we say that, and then there's videos on, like, Reddit and Twitter all the time of people doing similar shit. And there's always an old person just sitting there going, he was enjoying it, though. That That's like that town we drove through in South Dakota when we stopped. Yeah. And that was probably the most exciting thing to happen there in years. Yep. So... What was your what was your what was your favorite scene in the movie? I don't know. Again, this like I haven't seen this movie in so long, and I didn't have a really big connection to it growing up. Anyway, I just liked seeing the video games in it. Really yeah, there's no real favorite scene. There was nothing. There was nothing cinematically breathtaking about it. There was nothing really revolutionary about it other than they were portraying video games in a more positive way than most movies did around yeah. the time. You know. This was, they say, was the first actual movie to incorporate video games as a major feature. But... And we find out that that's not the reason why Jimmy wants to go to California. Nope. So we we learned like you know when you learn throughout the 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 travels when they're at the drive-in and those jackasses, you know, take their money. You find out that he's what's in that lunchbox was the um, stuff of his sister, his twin sister that passed away, that drowned. I forgot about that. And I was like, oh, man, that kind of, like, bummed me out. But, um, you know, he just wants to go to the last place that she was happy, which was that dinosaur park in California. And leave those mementos there. And I think that's the first time the mother actually speaks. No. Like, no, she spoke at the beginning. She spoke a few times. Yeah. But, you know, when she's like, why don't you take our boys home and we'll talk when we get back. Like, you know, and then Jimmy, like, hugs his dad and real emotional and shit. Oh, yeah. Babies. Yeah. But was that not like a typical 1980s divorce family? Half the kids go and live with dad. Half the kids go live with mom. You know, nowadays it's all or nothing in most yeah. cases. But um, very touching at the end. Had to have that happy ending. It's not a, not a movie if it doesn't have that happy ending. But then the thing that bothered me... Take take a guess what bothered me at the end of that movie. Take a wild guess. I don't remember. So the mother and her new husband leave in the four door car, mm -hmm. and you now have oh yeah everybody piled five fucking people in the front of. Uh, uh, I thought they were going to be in the front of the pickup truck because when there was only four in there, they were all in the front of the pickup truck. But now they're in the back with seatbelts. I was just like, what the fuck, like. Hey, I've ridden in the back of a pickup truck. I have too. Without seatbelts. I rode in the back of a van without seatbelts last week. And the guy hit every fucking bump between one campus to the other. Oh, yeah, that's a work vehicle. That doesn't count. Different. Everybody rides in a shitty spot in the work vehicle every once in a while. I only did it because my boss was in the front in my seat. But, Yeah. So, uh, do you think this movie could be remade? That, no, because it's, it just, it's 
the world is too different. My and I mean that so. in a video game tournament way, in a way video games are viewed, consumed, played, um, in the way, you know, children are handled. It's just, yeah, it's, you know, I, I don't think that this is uh Do you think there's a... Up like a period of time that's the cutoff like if they remade this movie and set it in a period of time they would have to keep it in the same similar style period of time i think they can get up to like the 64 and the playstation and that's it no i mean i mean even then even by the time you get to playstation and all that it was it was it had really taken over the mainstream more so than it had yeah at that point in 89 so i mean it was a whole different beast by the time we got there i mean this is one of those stories that is just it had to happen in that time and in that space yeah um because it's just like it just doesn't work now because everything's online you, yeah. you can have an entire video game career and never leave your goddamn couch. Oh, because of these things. Mm-hmm. And you, you know. Yeah, and computers and everything's at, at your fingertips. And I mean, shit. I'm looking at you and you're in Massachusetts. I'm in Washington. I know. This shit wasn't possible in 1989. This shit wasn't possible in 1994, 95, 90. Well, 96, you could check. Yeah, it's probably possible. But, the right people. but, you know, the video would be all distorted. And I mean, and then we're able to put this online and send it out to whoever listens. To the whole 12 people or whatever it is. 12, cute. Try three. But we're hoping with this new format that things start to... <laughs> but, uh... So, yeah, I think um, let's put the kibosh on the wizard and do some ratings. So, for ratings, we've switched from mugs to rails. Reels. Uh, what about the, uh, do we recommend this movie? Well, that's kind of part of the, the ratings. Well, well, you have it written way the hell up here. I just put that there so I wouldn't forget. Yeah, well, yeah, well. Blah. Blah. Okay, Justin. Do you recommend 1989's The Wizard? Sure. I mean, it's... I don't know if... My kids didn't watch it. I I don't know if they're going to... Give a goddamn cahoot about it. You know? Because, I mean, they've played some of the Nintendo games, but it's not. They've they've got, they've been playing Harry Potter on the, on the PS4, Lego Harry Potter. And they learned a, a hard lesson about video games these days. Because they also got, uh, I got them uh, MX versus ATV for that on a disc. Mm-hmm. It took like two hours to load the goddamn thing on there. And James get pissed. Like, that's why. I'm like it's it's not an instant thing. It was better back in the day. You couldn't save anything, but you put it in and you could like e- even to the point when you could save shit on like the PlayStation and whatnot. You still put it in play. Yeah, and it maybe if any loading or whatever, five ten minutes. Stupid PlayStation screen. It took me fucking two hours to set up Hunter's PS5, <laughs> and then. I get it all set up and I put it in the game and that was another 25 minutes of loading because now it has to update on patches and this game came out last March so of course there's fucking 15 patches Mm -hmm. (sighs) and then I bought the DLC pack for it for them and I'm like why isn't this fucking downloaded because when I went on the PlayStation store on my phone it didn't say anything about PS4, PS5, nothing. So I bought the the pack, the only pack they had, you know, the DLC pack. And then 
I'm, I'm looking on the store and it says purchased. And I'm like, why isn't it download? Because it was the PS4 version. So then I had to wait 24 hours to talk to customer service because they were closed on Christmas. And then it was a four and a half hour wait. Okay, I could come day after Christmas. <laughs> and they're experiencing high call volumes. Because <laughs> you called the day after Christmas. <laughs> and so then the lady's like, oh, I said, well, I would like it switched over to the PS5 version. Oh, we can't do that. Okay. Can you give me like a credit because it was the same amount for the PS4 and PS5, which is bullshit to begin with because yeah. why am I paying the same amount as somebody that has the better fucking resolution? And she's like, oh, we can't do that either. We'll just give you a refund in five to six business days. Yeah, and then if you buy it digitally, you don't own it. You just have the right to use it. Yeah. So if nobody owns the digital versions, it's A-OK to pirate it. Remember that. PlayStation said that. Really? Yeah. It's, it's, nobody owns it on digital. I mean, so. Technically, that would make it OK to pirate. <laughs> yeah, and that's the same. Like, so I watched Ladder 49 this week. Mm -hmm. I know... I own that movie on digital because it's one of my favorite movies. Could not fucking find it anywhere. You could only rent it on Vudu for $3.99. So I had to go upstairs, and this is why I'm a physical media collector. I had to go upstairs, get the Blu-ray, go down, put it in the PlayStation to watch it because that's what I have down in the living room. Then there were fucking trailers for other movies on the Blu-ray. I forgot about that. And then there was the advertisement for Blu-ray, higher definition. And I was like, this is so cool. I forgot all, because I haven't really watched the Blu-ray from whenever that came out, you know, five, five, 10 years ago, whatever. Probably 15 years ago at yeah. that point. But that's one of those movies that the rights are fucked up. And it's not streaming anywhere. But I don't see how you can rent it but not buy it. Who knows? Anyway. And, but I recommend The Wizard, especially for us older kids that, you know, were 80s babies and 90s, early 90s babies for a trip down memory lane. you really want to confuse the young generation? I think I'm going to have Hunter watch it. Now that I think about it, and show him how they'll watch it, but you know, so he can see how simple it was back in our day compared to how it is fucking now. And yes, our controllers had to be connected at all times, couldn't just pull it out when it was charged. And back in the simpler times, yeah. all right. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm just gonna go ahead and give it up. Uh, Let's see, 2.75 really? out of 5, because it's all right. Again, I wasn't huge on this movie like a lot of people were. Um, like, I liked it. It was cool to see the video games in it, but other than that, it's mostly them taking advantage of a child who might be autistic or just in a severe case of PTSD. They didn't have that back in those days, man. Well, they did. Well, she called it something different because they didn't, you know. Yeah. I'm going to give it a 3.5 because I like the nostalgia of the video games. I like the simpler time with the video games. Even though it did ruin me, ruin uh, Universal Studios for me just to see that King Kong didn't have any feet. Why would you think he would? I, I don't know. Just completed well actually that's not even there anymore that burned down a couple of years ago but you know that just took me out of the movie it's just... anyway imdb gave it a 6.1 out of 10 front tomatoes 27 percent and letterboxd a 2.9 out of 5 next week for some god-awful reason we will be covering the 40th anniversary of 
Angel, starring Donald Wilkes. You can blame him for this one, folks. <laughs> Come on. A schoolgirl during the day, prostitute at night. You can blame him for this one, folks. It's a very interesting right. movie. Cancel John. You'll be doing this shit by yourself unless you get that other guy back. Good luck. Oh. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, that's a wrap, folks. Thanks for joining us today on the feature presentation presented by the Movie Bar for this incredible journey through cinema history. We hope you've enjoyed your time here with us in these milestone movies. Before we go, find us on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and most places you listen to your podcast. And don't forget to follow us on social media and stay up to date on future episodes and join the conversation. You can find us on Twitter slash X at the Movie Bar Pod, on Instagram at the Movie Bar Podcast, and on YouTube and TikTok at the Movie Bar Pod. And at the Movie Bar Podcast on Facebook. Tag us, share your favorite movie moments, and suggest films you'd want us to cover as long as it falls under the milestone category now. Considering we have the next three months planned out. And for more about the show, visit our website at www.moviebarpod.com. Have a film suggestion or just want to say hello? Drop us an email at the movie bar pop, at the movie bar at outlook.com. Until next time, keep the popcorn popping and the reels rolling. Cheers to movies. Cheers to you, our amazing listeners. Catch you at the next feature presentation podcast presented by the movie bar. Bye.